श्री गुरु परंपरा की जय चैतन्य चरितामृत की जय श्री रामानंद संवाद की जय गोल प्रेमानंदे सो गुड इवनिंग गैदर अगेन टू कंटिन्यू आवर डिस्कशन ऑफ रामानंद संवाद द सीक्रेट कन्वर्सेशन बिटवीन चैतन्य महाप्रभु एंड रामानंद रॉय सो सेंट्रल टू Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, the the main book, that is, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. And uh, we've we've been hearing how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has requested of Ramananda to speak to him about the goal of life and how to attain it. And Ramananda has made different proposals, all of which have been supported by scripture, and many of which were rejected by Mahaprabhu. Now we're in the, a uh, phase of the conversation where Mahaprabhu is accepting what he says because everything that he is accepting, from Gyanshunya Bhakti to Prem Bhakti, which we've covered, all has something to do with the prospect of the Jeev. The Jeev has inherent uh, characteristics um, and uh, qualities that can be realized, can be uh, experienced, uh, and thereby the fullness of itself, of oneself, can be realized, a unit living, of living potential that requires a certain environment for that potential to come out, and that environment is bhakti. And the uh, 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 sort of Shakti, uh, that bhakti is the, the essence of. Hmm. And so, with the ingress of that into one's life, then the prospect of a relationship, the idea is, uh, with, uh, with, with Krishna, the prospect of bhakti rasa comes into the life of the jiva. So, what's inherent in the jiva is not frame, but a potential for frame in conjunction with the uh, influence of the Sarup Shakti. I think that's where we concluded in our discussion with Brajundari's question in that regard in our last um, gathering. So, uh, Ramananda will go on to here. He says, Prabhu Kahe, um, well, Prabhu Kahe, Krishna says, Prabhu Kahe, Eho Hai, Age Kahaar. So, with regard to Prem, as with regard to Gyanshunya Bhakti says that's good, that's that's pretty, that's okay. Um, he'll do this. He's done this twice now for Gyanshunya Bhakti, for Prem Bhakti, and now Ramananda will say what he'll say. Raikahe dasi Prem sar. The essence of life uh, is the sar. The essence of sadhya of attainment of goals is dasi Prem. Hmm? Uh, so Dasya Rasa and Mahaprabhu, uh, we'll see. He, he'll go. Yeah, that's good too. Hmm? We'll notice in the next discussion, which goes up, he says, "Oh, that's very good." Hmm? Beginning with Sakiras. Oh, that's that's very good. Hmm? He says here Dasya Rasa, that's good. Hmm? We've heard Prem is good, and Gyanshunya Bhakti is good, hmm? but they're more general. Dasirasa also now has been 
uh, presented. Mahaprabhu says it's good, but it's also uh, general. Hmm? It's more specific than just praying. What kind of praying? Hmm? So, dasi praying. It's uh, more specific. And there are a number of different uh, varieties of it as well. Um, we heard with regard to prem, in general there are two types of prem. Prem arising from Vaidhi Bhakti, which has the elements of reverence in it, and prem arising from Raghunuga Bhakti. And so, there is dasya also within Vaidhi Bhakti's prem, and there is dasya within uh, the prem of, of Rag Bhakti. Hmm? Ramananda, of course, will cite some verses from the scripture, and he, he, both of them speak about the dasya of uh, Vaidhi Bhakti. Hmm? We're starting on a lower, a lower level. Hmm? We'll start to speak about it in a brief way to cover the whole range of Dasya Prem, from Vaikuntha to Ayodhya to Dwaraka and to the to the Brajalila itself, and within that, hmm? and to the Nitya Lila of Mahaprabhu in Nadia. Hmm? Uh, where it, what what about it concerns us in our practice, other than the general idea uh, of Dasi Bhakti that is extended into every other form or expression of Bhakti Rasa, Sakiras, Vatsaliras, Madhuryaras. Hmm? All of these are progressions, developments, really, of, in one sense, of this uh, uh, dasya that is distinct in terms of its characteristic. Uh, there's a distinction between it and the um, the uh, um, the the, uh, the first, if you will, of the five bhakti rasas, which is. Shantaras. Hmm. It is distinct from Shantaras in a way that all the other rasas are distinct from Shantaras. So perhaps at this point we should answer Gorsundar's question of a couple discussions past. What about Shantarasa? Hmm. Why has Ramananda Roy here begun with Dasyaprem instead of Shantaprem? Hmm. And what are the differences between Shantarasa and Dasyarasa. What is it in Dasyarasa that is not in Shantarasa that is continued through all the different rasas? There is a different quality, different qualities to each of the rasas, um, of course, and they build upon one another. So there are two qualities in Shantarasa, and they're present in Dasyarasa, and something more. Hmm? And those three qualities are present in Sakyarasa, and something more, and so on, with Vatsalyarasa and Madhuryarasa. Sometimes the example has been given uh, of the 
basic uh, sankhya, which might be called today um, folk science of the Bhagavatam. Hmm? Folk science means the the way people would think about things without the rigor that is engaged in today to analyze how things of the world work in great uh, detail, which sometimes reveals that previous beliefs were wrong, were uh, inaccurate, and so forth. But, of course, not always. And Bhagavatam, of course, was not interested in that type of rigor for understanding the nature of the uh, of, of the material world it was interested in 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 in, in, in an essential understanding of the material world uh, in 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 advocating in emphasizing the temporal nature of the experience the necessity to transcend it the possibility of transcending it what we are as as consciousness independent of matter uh, and so on and so forth. So it, it's not a book of modern science when it speaks about the, the material world, but it does speak conclusively about it. Do you follow me? In an essential sense, in two essential senses, it speaks about it in a in a um, comprehensive sense, essentially speaking, by way of explaining that um, uh, it, is, it needs to be transcended, we're different from it, and so on and so forth. But also, um, uh, with regard to its elusive nature. Hmm? So, the point being, that no matter how, with what rigor we uh, go about trying to understand the world... Hmm. Um, it seems to keep eluding comprehensive grasp or uh, measurement. The, probably the biggest, one of the one of the bigger uh, examples, of course, that is this, this shift between modern um, uh, physicists looking at the world from a classical Newtonian perspective, and then the quantum uh, perspective came into uh, view, it kind of turned some things upside down. It's still a little bit, whoa, what's that all about? Um, is, the, is the feeling of it. There's a famous, uh, what's his name, physicist. Um, I can see his picture and I can't think of his name. Anyway, he said sometime with it, that nobody understands quantum physics, quantum mechanics. And I, I think he's he, he, he's right about that still today. He said it not not that long ago, some some years back. Um, but it, it I'm only using this in a, in a general sense to illustrate a point really of the Bhagavatam that this world is is very difficult to get a grasp on, and this is what we try to do in modern science: get a grip on the world, control it, and make it work for us, make it more friendly, and so forth. And uh, it's difficult. You press down on it here, and it pops up over there. And um, um, 
you know, you, you think there are this many stars and then you find out there's that many universes <laughs> or that many um, galaxies as, as, as you thought there were stars and within those galaxies there's as many stars. And it, it just, if, if you look carefully at it, you just become more and more, in one sense, bewildered or you come to, a, if you're smart, you come to the understanding that the more we know about it, the less we know about it. And this is what the Bhagavatams teaches. This such is Vishnu Maya. It is a magic show. The scientific community likes to think we want to get rid of magical thinking. But you're dealing with a magician <laughs> to begin with. And this is his this is his Maya, Vishnu Maya. And um, so this is these are two essential ways in which the Bhagavata speaks about the world. So when I say that the folk science is there in the Bhagavata, it's not to dis- dis- diminish what the Bhagavatam says about the world. It's not interested in looking at it with the same rigor, for, with the same purpose that modern science does to exploit it for purposes conceived of in the mind of human society and so forth, which might be at the cost of the comfort of other species or, or even our own selves in, in the long run if it's not well well thought out. And, a lot of, and it's not well thought out. And how can you think it out too well hmm? until you start to get perhaps negative results from something you've done and it may be too late at that point even. It um, doesn't mean we shouldn't research the world and, uh, and, and, and learn about it, but, but with... S- the Bhagavad recommends that, and obviously everybody does that to some extent. But to know that it's unknowable and that um, that mastery over it can be accomplished more comprehensibly in a very diff- by by a different very different approach hmm? by going inward, by becoming non-exploitative in my interface with the world, rather than exploitative, really being a giver rather than a taker, a lover rather than a taker. And as I often say, if you love someone, what? They tell you all their secrets. So the material world will tell you all of its secrets. Its biggest secret is, you are my soul. Hmm? You are the soul of the whole thing. You are the meaning, the value. Hmm? Know yourself. Suddenly, you find nature helping you, hmm? as as the grass helped Mahabhu by saying, "Trinadapi sunichena," you should be humble like us. The tree said, "Why aren't you compassionate and tolerant like me?" Hmm? The whole world in Vishnu Maya starts to work for the devotee. Hmm? Becomes a, is she after all is a maid servant of Bhakti as is Mukti. Hmm? Bhakti Devi is the queen. Hmm? She is Vidyavadu. Hmm? Vidyavadu Jivanam. Hmm? So, she's the bride of of knowledge. Hmm? Knowing knowing her hmm? means loving, loving Krishna is knowing everything. So, so, Shantarasa, so now we got off into that, but Shantarasa, oh, I use it because I was explaining that there are, as an analogy, 
that is often drawn upon. It, it might have been come later in this conversation, but it, it is, it's certainly there in, uh, um, in other sections of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, perhaps in Sanatan Siksha, teachings of Mahaprabhu Sanatan, um, or Rupa Goswami. I think Rupa Goswami in the 19th chapter of this Madhikanda. This example is given from nature um, to help us understand how the rasas from Shanta to Dasya to Saki to Batsali to Madhurya have elements that are in Shanta 2 and then 2 plus 1 in, in Dasiras. Then those those 3 plus more in Sakiras. And those plus more in, in, in Batsali Rasa and so forth. The example is what? What might be called folk science, of course, the idea that the basic elements of material existence are, it's not a bad idea, solidity, liquidity, hmm, heat, hmm, um, movement, air, and space. Bumirapo, anadu vayu, kamano bhudurevacha. And then, of course, ahankara itiyam me bina prakritirashtadha. There are subtle elements too. Ahankara, hmm? mind, buddhi, intelligence, ego. Hmm? And bina prakritirashtadha. These eight are my bina prakriti. Krishna says, my separated energy who keeps at a distance from me. Not like my swarup shakti. My maya shakti is different keeps at a distance. My Swarup Shakti is, is is my own nature, so to speak. So, amongst the elements, eight, five are the gross. Earth, solidity, water, liquidity, hmm, um, heat, fire element, um, air, means movement, hmm, and akash, space, or ether. Hmm. So, uh, Bumir aponalo vayu kam. Kam means ether. These five. So the idea is that there, with each of these elements, hmm, there are in sound, in ether there is sound. Hmm. In air there is sound and. Um, hmm? Touch. Touch, touch. Right. Sound, touch, sound corresponds with our earring, hearing sense, touch with our tactile sense. Hmm? And then we have uh, ether, air, uh, fire. Hmm? In fire there's also form or sight. So now you have sound, touch, sight. You come to water, you have also taste. You come to earth, you have also smell. Earth. In earth there is there's something to see. There's something to smell, something to taste, something to touch, hmm? and it has a sound too. Hmm? Uh, you can listen to it. <laughs> so, uh, in this analogy, uh, Shantarasa would be like what? Like space, like ether, gosh. And Madhurya Rasa would be like what? Earth. Hmm? So, um, what is it then that is in uh, in Shantarasa, and why Shantarasa has not been mentioned here first? Hmm? 
Shantaras has not been mentioned here first because the means to attain it has already been rejected by Mahaprabhu. Hmm? He considers that means external. That is called Gyan Mishra Bhakti. Brahmabhuta Prasannatma Nasochate Nakangshati Samasarveshu Bhuteshu Madbhaktim Labhate Param. This verse speaks about Gyan mixed with Bhakti and Bhakti gracing the Gyani in such a way that he could get Sayuja hmm? or that he could get Shantarasa. Sayuja is not Shantarasa. Hmm? That is a, a different form of liberation. But he could get Shantarasa in Baikuntha. Hmm? And Shantarasa has the qualities, two qualities. One quality is um, Trishna, Trishna Tyag. Trishna, not Krishna, but Trishna means thirst. Hmm? And Tyag means giving up. So it's absence of thirst. What does that mean? Hmm? Thirst means, as the Buddha said, the Buddha has four noble truths. Hmm? They are, who knows them what they are? They are that, that well, basically, the Trishna. Thirsting hmm, is the cause of misery. That doesn't mean you've got a parched throat, but the thirsting for things, desire. Hmm. So Shantaras is characterized as absence of material desire. So there's a kind of a, of, of a, of a shanti, uh, a peace. Hmm. Remember, we want peace and love. Hmm. That's the two fingers the old hippie <laughs> oh, <laughs> sign. Peace and love. Both. Shantaras is primarily peace hmm? and a little bit of love. So the second characteristic of Shantaras is Krishna Tyag or Trishna Tyag and uh, uh, and absorption in Krishna. Hmm? So, and Krishna here means in his form as the Paramatma, the four-armed form. Hmm? In the four-armed form of Krishna as Paramatma, it doesn't appear to the Shanta-Bhakta that he needs anything. And if he did, he's got four arms to get it with. Hmm? So we find absent in the shanta Ras Bhakta is he has no sense that there's any service to do to God. Hmm? The old saying, God has everything. Why are you going, you know, why do anything for him? Do something for humanity. They need something. Hmm? God has everything. Why are you wasting your time serving him? It's not quite like that, but but there there have it's a certain realization. Hmm? Um, as to the the, uh, the position of God that's focused on the beauty of his form. In Catholicism, we have this idea of the, of the beatific vision. Hmm? Hmm. That's what they say the sadhya is, the goal, the beatific, uh, beatific vision. Hmm? So it's a vision, Shantarasa. 
And it's a preoccupation with that vision, which is the four-armed form of the Lord, that is not concerned, that vision, with the qualities of Krishna or the pastimes of Krishna. Hmm. So it's not moving. Hmm. It's still. There are people in Vaikuntha that meditate. They're always in meditation, in trance. Hmm. Uh, and these are the anubhavs of Shantarasa. Looking at the tip of the nose, hmm. Gyan Mudra, like this. Hmm. They like the Upanishads and so forth. Hmm. These, these kind of things. So, this is. Um, there's no there's no serving going on there. There's a kind of a there's a there's love, hmm? but again, love is often we say service. This is the Gaudi emphasis. So it's kind of kind of half love and therefore. The interesting thing, one of the interesting things about Shantarasa, is that it's is Mamata Gandhaheen. Mamata Gandhaheen. We heard that prem is characterized by three things. Primarily, it's characterized by being a concentration of bhava, and also by a melting of the heart and a sense of possessiveness in relation to the Lord. This is called mamata, this last quality, sense of possessiveness. Mamata ganda heen. Ganda means ascent. Heen means without. There is not a scent of possessiveness in Shantarati. So it is prem, but it's unique in this sense. It lacks this possessiveness. As I said, these rasas are a progression in one sense, and it is it is in one sense a progression of this possessiveness, this minus. God is mine, mamata. The more that increases, the more the intimacy. So they are an increasing development of intimacy. Hmm? So with Shantarasa, no intimacy with Bhagavan. Hmm? No possessiveness, no service. Hmm? And it can be attained by, by, by an approach of mixed with jnana, where bhakti comes in and, and, and blesses the devotee and, and gives Shantarasa. Hmm? So, because, as I say, Gyan Mishra Bhakti, which is a means for attainment, has already been discussed, hmm? Mahaprabhu is considering this external. It, it is within Vaikuntha. It is rasa. Hmm? Rupa Goswami emphasizes the point even that it is a form of rasa. But also characteristic of this rasa is that the stai, the rati of shanta, shantarati, turns into... Uh, Shantarasa, when the rati, or the bhav of shanta, is mixed with the other ingredients of rasa, the appropriate sanchari bhavs, anubhavs, with the manifestation of sattvika bhavs, and um, and the the vibhavs, these are all ingredients. The stai, or the or the rati, is central, hmm? and first it will come, and then as it 
mixes with these other ingredients, then it turns into rasa, praying. Hmm? So, uh, so anyway, shantarati um, is different in terms of its stai, hmm? the stai bhav. When the stayabhav is developed, this, this is a rasa. It means all the other ingredients are there, and it's the dominant emotion, and it determines your whole psyche and spiritually and so forth and your experience. But shant, unlike dasya bhav, the stayabhav, uh, or sakya bhav, or the other rasas, unlike the stayis in these uh, bhavas, the stay of shantabhav can be changed. Hmm. By association of a dasya bhakta, a shanta bhakta could turn into a dasya bhakta, could turn into a sakya bhakta with association with such a devotee. Or, by Krishna's mercy, he may change them, may decide, for whatever reason. Hmm. But this doesn't happen with dasya bhakti, dasya rasa, sakya rasa, batsali rasa, madhuri rasa. And the reason is because there's no mamata hmm, in in uh, in Shantaras, no possessiveness. Hmm. This possessiveness, this attachment in material life to things, places, other people, and so forth, is is in many respects what forms our identity. I often say our my is our sense of I. What I think is mine determines what I think I am. Hmm? This is my country. I think I am a Costa Rican, hmm? um, for example, and, and so on and so forth. Um, so there's an identity that arises out of possessiveness. When we reach asakti in the stages of bhakti, sadhana bhakti, from from initial shraddha, faith, to... to uh, the, the um, devotional practices, bhajana kriya, the movement in arthas, nishta, ruchi, asakti is the last stage of bhakti in practice before we enter into bhakti in ecstasy. And that asakti means attachment. This is the stage in which attachment is completely, um, is, there's no attachment in relation to anything in the material world in ruchi bhakti. There's only attachment to bhakti. In asakti, there's attachment to bhakti and attachment to the object of bhakti. So, so the object of bhakti means Krishna, a particular form with particular qualities, is manifesting, hmm? and a corresponding identity is manifesting based on that sense of my hmm? that's coming from dasirati or uh, sakya or vatsalya and so forth. Hmm? But this myness or this possessiveness. Is absent, lacking. There's not a scent of it in Shantarasa. Hmm? So, the identity is kind of a, kind of an identity. There's, he's not a player hmm? uh, in the Leela. Hmm? There may be some sense in which a Shantabhakta maybe has some role or appearance in the Leela, but as a sage. Hmm? Something like like Lakadurvas in Gopal Tapani. Hmm? Something like that, perhaps. Hmm? Uh, but uh, there are, in all of this, there are always some little exceptions here, and there is, this is the general idea I'm, I'm giving you. Hmm? 
with regard to the, that, that is a question. Is there any Shantarasa in in the Brajlila in 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 the mandal of of Krishna's uh, pastimes? And different acharyas say different things. Bhaktivinoda Thakur in Jayavadharma says through the voice of one of the characters at first I thought there was no Shantarasa in Vrindavan. But then I realized, oh it's there in a kind of a um a underground sense. Hmm? The strong pramana or evidence from Shastra for the presence of some type of Shantarasa in in Mathura Mandal, the larger circle of Krishna's Lila that includes Mathura comes uh, when we cite the killing of Kamsa and the and just prior to that the entrance of Krishna and Balaram onto the dais and all the people are assembled in the in the arena and there's Krishna and Balaram and all different types of people are assembled and they're all seeing them differently hmm? And there it's described that all the, uh, all the twelve rasas, that means five primary rasas that we're talking about, there are seven secondary rasas. That's another subject. Hmm? How they are secondary and how they sometimes take prominence for, for a short period of time and the prim- primary one recedes to the background without disappearing. Hmm? These secondary rasas are like Vyabhichari Bhavas. Yabhichari Bhavas are characterized, they're, they're sanchay, they're transitory, they come and they go, they come and they go. Like you love someone and sometimes you feel despondent because you wonder if they love you back. That despondency is a, is a, would be a, would be a sanchari. Hmm? So there are some sancharis, really seven of them in one sense, that are very powerful. And they have the power to dominate in a way that no other, other 33, other 30, other 28, or the 29, uh, 20, 30, other 30 uh, sancharis can't dominate. And they dominate such that the, that the, that the prominent, the, the primary ras, like sakiras or dasyas, recedes to the background and they really take over your being, like comedy, hasya. And, and you can just see saka, marumangal, belly bursting in laughter, rolling on the ground in Krishna's pastime, and it's taken over. Something. He's still Sakyabhakta, hmm? but this Hasya has taken over his being temporarily. This is how this is how the secondary Rasas are called Rasas because they have the capacity to dominate in a way that takes over your whole being and and, and really kind of defines it. Like you're a joker. Hmm? Something like that. So, this is one one example. There are seven of these. Hmm? Um, but um, we know that in as I say, in the Mathura city where Krishna entered the wrestling arena, people saw. It's this beautiful verse, Malanam. How's that go? Hmm? Uh, anyway, all, all different, all twelve rasas were experienced by twelve different types of people. Mm-hmm. Coward boys were there, saw him as their, their friend. Um, uh, the ladies saw him as uh, as Cupid and Madhurasa and so forth. The Kamsa saw him as like 
Shakti are personified, Bhayankara is one of the secondary rasas, and so forth. And amongst them, the uh, rishis saw him as the Paramatma, means they saw him in terms of Shantarasas. This is a verse from Bhagavatam, forgive me for not remembering the full Sanskrit of it, describes how Krishna is what? In a word, how he is Rasaraj, or that's a good quote in there, Kilarasamrita-murti, as the book Bhaktivarasamrita begins, Sindhu begins. Krishna is Rasamrita-murti, the very form of, of rasa. It means all the rasas are present in him. Rasaraj, he's the king of rasa. All the rasas uh, can be experienced in relation to him. They can't all be experienced in relation to Narayan, Brahmana, Narasimha, even Ram. But to Krishna, and this is how Rupa Goswami has gone, gone about making his determination, ultimately, that Krishna is the Swayam Bhagavan. He's the source of all. Hmm? It's all rasas, all possibilities of tastes in love are um, experienceable in relation to him. And so, because he is Rasaraj, then we, and this means, who is Rasaraj? Swayam Bhagavan. Hmm? Where is Swayam where is Swayam Bhagavan? Hmm? Swayam Bhagavan is in Brindavan. Hmm? He's not in Mathura. That's his expansion. We talked about how in Mathura the sages experienced Shantarasa in relation to Krishna. Hmm? But what about in Brindavan itself? Hmm? Where Krishna is is not Devakinandan. Hmm? He is Jasodanandan. Hmm. Well, Rupa Goswami explains that when he is lifting Govardhan Hill with his little finger in his left hand, and all the inhabitants of Vrindavan are taking shelter entirely of him. Uh, in, the, in the last chapter of the, of the last way, the western wave of the Bhaktivasamrita Sindhu, hmm, Eighth, uh, an eighth, eighth chapter of that, um, maybe 85th verse, I think. He gives he, he a beautiful description of Krishna and how he is tasting. Krishna is, as we sing every night, rasa, rasika. Hmm? What do we say? Rasa, rasika, kripa, mohi. Hmm? And Srinam, kirtan, bhakti, Thakur. Rasa, rasika, kripa, mohi. Uh, rasa and Rasika. Hmm. It means he tastes Rasa and he's the as the taster of Rasa and he is the object of Rasa. Hmm. Well, he's the object of Rasa for the devotees, but in relation to them, he tastes Rasa also. So he tastes there. there that verse speaks about how he is the taster hmm, of all the different Rasas. The verse I was referring to in Matura speaks about how he is being tasted, Rasa is being tasted in relation to him by different devotees. Hmm? This verse about him lifting Govardhan Hill speaks about how when he was lifting Govardhan Hill, he tasted all the different Rasas, hmm? and amongst them, Shantarasa as well. Hmm? It's, 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 his prowess. And, uh, he, he, so, this is very obscure, but it is a very powerful praman to establish the fact that there is some form 
of Shantarasa in Vrajalila. Hmm? But it's hardly prominent. Hmm? And it's so much not prominent hmm, that we know Chaitanya Dev, who came from the Gulok with his with a, a ma- madness and a method to it. Hmm? His madness is that Braj Prem and the method is Nam Sankirtan. Goloker Premodhan Hari Nam Sankirtan. Hmm? Through Nam Sankirtan, the Golok comes into our, our life. Hmm? If you uh, if you want to have your chart done by um, Namruchi, she is an astrologer, a mystic astrologer. But certainly she will be first to tell you when you come for your chart that there's one important planet that's not in your that's in your chart. It's in your life, but it's not in your chart. Hmm? That planet is Golok. Hmm? It's not in the chart, but it's in your life. Hmm? How is it in your life? Because Goloker Premadhan, the wealth, the essence of Golok, which is the Prem, hmm? has come into your life through Namsankirtan, Nartam Thakur, saying Goloker Premadhan, Harinam Sankirtan. Through San Harinam Sankirtan, this Prem of Golok is coming into the world and it's coming into our lives. Hmm? Hmm. Krishna Nam is in your life, and Nam Sankirtan. We are singing Nam Sankirtan, doing Nam Kirtan every morning, every evening. Hmm? So, Golok is in this planet is in your chart. So everything has changed. Hmm? What might have happened? That won't happen. Something may be similar, uh, slightly or partially, but hmm? so when Mahaprabhu comes from Golok. Hmm? Krishna comes from Goloka as Mahaprabhu to give Prem hmm, to everybody through Namsan Kirtan. Uh, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami explaining this says, He comes to give Chari Bhav. Chari means four. Four Bhavs of Braj. Dasisakya Vatsali Madhurya. There's no mention of Shanta. Hmm? So they say it's somehow there obscurely, but it is not prominent. And Mahaprabhu came to give Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya, Madhurya. We'll speak about how he gave Dasya, how he gives Vatsalya, hmm? how he gives Sakya and Madhurya hmm? as we go uh, forward in our uh, discussions. But here, hmm, this is why now Shantaras has not been skipped over. Hmm? We're way past that already. Hmm. That is that, that it can be attained by 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 bhakti gyan mixed with bhakti. Gyan measure bhakti. Hmm. If you mix bhakti with gyan, then you're going to get something better. Hmm. But get but bhakti mixed with gyan. It's possible to get up to this Shantarasa by the grace of Bhakti Devi. Hmm. We're interested in Gyanshunya Bhakti. Right, hmm? and and the preem that comes from that, hmm? and there are two forms as we know from Vaidhi Bhakti, from Rag Bhakti, and within that, to be specific, there is a Dasya Bhakti of from uh, a Dasya preem from Vaidhi Bhakti, and there is a Dasya preem from Rag Bhakti. So now we talk a little bit about 
that. This is the main subject hmm, tonight. Hmm. So, and, and for that we should cite the verses, read the verses here that uh, Ramananda has cited as he was asked by Mahaprabhu to do for every proposal that he made, please cite some reference from the scripture that such a thing exists. Hmm. So he says, Yan nama shuti matrena puman bhavati nirmala tasyatirta padakimba dasanam abhashishate from Bhagavatam, ninth canto. A person who becomes purified simply by hearing the holy name of of uh, of God, whose lotus feet create holy places of pilgrimage. Therefore, what remains to be attained for those who have become his servants? Hmm? Dasya Bhakti. Kachiko? Hmm? Mm-hmm. This is a uh, a glorification on um, and an admission on the part of Durvasa hmm, in uh, regard to the bhakti of Ambarish Maharaj. Hmm? Ambarish Maharaj is a great dasya bhakta, served the Lord in in so many ways, and he's he wasn't misunderstood by Durvasa, and Durvasa created some mischief in his life only to be him have to find himself chased by Krishna Sudar Samchakra and have to come back to ask forgiveness from uh, Ambarish and so he glorifies him. What is there left? What cannot be attained by one who is becomes the uh, the servant of, of Vishnu? So it's a statement about Dasya Bhakti and another one he says Bhavantam Evanu Charan Nirantaha Prashantanishesha Mano Ratantara Taraha Kadaham Aikantika Nitikinkara Praharashi Prahashayashyami Sanata Jivitam. This is from the uh, uh, Strutta Ratna Jamunacharya from the Ramanuja Sampradaya. He says that by serving you constantly, one is freed from all material desires and is completely pacified. When shall I engage in your permanent, as your eternal, permanent eternal servant and always feel the joy, feel, excuse me, feel joyful to have such a perfect master? Hmm? You may note here that the qualities, as I mentioned earlier, the characteristics of Shantaras are included here in this verse when he says what? Nirantaha, nirantaha, prashanta. Free from all material desires and and completely pacified. Hmm? This is Trishna uh, Tyagan. This is some the, the the peace that comes, as I say, from the beatific vision. But something more, and that is the sense that of I'm uh, your servant. Hmm? You see in this Shantarasa, this, it, the, 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 the difference between the Bhakta and Bhagawan is harder to, harder to trace out. Hmm? In Dasya Bhakti, it's very prominent and very clear. There's a difference. There's a oneness in love and there's a difference. You're the master and I'm the servant. Hmm? 
So this, as I mentioned, um, these two verses are examples of Vaidhi uh, Bhakti's Dasya Prem. He has not cited examples of uh, the Dasya Prem from Rag Bhakti. The reason that he has not cited it is because there is no Dasya Prem. Hmm? Pure Dasya Prem in Goloka. There's no Shanta there, or there's no, it's very obscure, let's say. Hmm? And in Dasya Prem, there's very little, if any, pure Dasya Prem. That means that Prem, and this is the Prem of Dasya that we're interested in, because the Prem of Golok, of, of, of the Braja Lila, of the Dasya Prem, of the Anugas. Hmm? Anugas means like Raktak, uh, Patrak. Raktak is the leader. Hmm? This kind of Prem, Dasya Prem, hmm? that's very special. And it has some mixture of Sakya. Hmm? So the Dasya Prem of Golok is mixed with Sakya. Therefore, a whole Bhagyam, a whole Bhagyam, Nanda Gopurachokasham. Yan Mitram Paramanandam Puna Brahma Sanatanam from Brahma's prayers in Brahma Vimohan Lila, hmm? which is so much about Sakirasa. Um, he says, Oh, how lucky, how lucky, twice are the people of Braj, the people of the, the cowherd people of Nanda, because Yan Mitram Paramanandam, he who is the Paramananda, the Puna Brahma Sanatam, he is the Mitram, the friend of everybody. It means friendly, friend, friendship pervades. It begins with this. Hmm? Prabhupada was asked by his one of his disciples, Rishikesh, that is everybody in Gaudiya Sampradaya in Madurasa, he said, down to Sakya. Hmm? From Sakya to something like that, uh, upwards. Hmm? So, the Dasya Prem of Golok is mixed with Sakya. Mahaprabhu when he says, when he will hear, hear in our next class, say more, he says, Saki Prem, he says, oh, that's very good. So far, this has been good, okay, but oh, that's, that's super. Hmm, he says. Yes, this means, this is the real idea of Golok. And some Dasya Bhakti is included. It's Dasya Bhakti, hmm, Raktak, but his, but his, his Bhakti is, has a, 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 a sankul, it's mixed with some friendship, and it can develop hmm, um, in excellence of staibhav, sneha, sampranai, and rag. We, we'll talk a little bit about this. But first, let's go back to what's being discussed here, kind of the base of, of, of dasya prem, the base that we find in Vaikuntha, we find in, in Hanuman and Anayodhya, hmm? And and what and what we find in Dwarka, a special kind of Dasya also. Two types of Dasya. Hmm? Sambrahma and Gaurava. Hmm? Sambrahma means it, it, it speaks of reverence and a, and an eagerness, intense desire to serve, dasatvam, with to give one's body in service, to do something. Hmm? To get up and do something for 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 God. Hmm? And Gaurava, Gaurava Priti in is 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 a is a different kind of dasya 
that we find we find it in Golok, that we find it in Dwaraka. Hmm? You don't find it in Vaikuntha, you won't find it in, in Ayodhya. Hmm? What is it? It means that the feeling that I want to be nourished by Krishna. Hmm? What is that feeling? That is the feeling of a son of Krishna. In Dwarka, he has many queens and many sons, for example. Hmm? So, they feel, the Krishna is my father, they want to be nourished by him. This is a form of dasya called Gaurava Priti, as opposed to Sambrama Priti. Hmm? So, that is unique. Hmm? You won't find that in in uh, Hanuman, or you won't find that in, in uh, the, the general Dasya Baba by Kunta. It's Dasya Baba everywhere, but different kind, different varieties. Hmm? And when we come to, from, from Dwa, in Golok, is big, so there's, 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 there's three divisions, base, basic divisions, Dwaraka, Mathura, and Vrindavan. It said that Krishna is perfect in Dwaraka. He's more perfect in Mathura and most perfect in Vrindavan. And this refers to the kind of love in those places hmm? that he is the object of. Hmm? Love is more perfect, in a sense, in Vrindavan. Hmm? And you know, he more fully appears there. Of course, this is all perfection, so this may, may not be the best word to use, but it is a word Rupa Goswami used. He's perfect, most perfect, and more perfect. So it's all perfect. Hmm? So, this uh, we have a little interest then, hmm? not in Gaurava Priti, not the general Dasya Bhakti of of, uh, of of Vaikuntha, or Hanuman's Bhakti of of Ayodhya. Only to be we're inspired by that. We can see we have great regard for Hanuman and so forth. But our ideal, because of the grace of Mahaprabhu and our Guru Parampara, this opportunity, this window of opportunity has come to us. Is is the Brajlila? Hmm? And there, as I say, there is a form of dasya bhakti. Hmm? There's dasya bhakti for the arikritya, kind of like the demigods have some, some, some of the like brahmas have some kind of form of it, uh, partially. And then you have the parshads like Uddhava, uh, Parikshit, um, uh, Daruka of, of Dwarka, Natura, and you have these. <coughs> Anugas in, uh, in 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 uh, special kind of anugas in 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 Braj, like I say, Raktak, and they don't have any sense of reverence towards Krishna. Hmm? They have a service like like servants, and their love, uh, as I say, it it the, all of these different primary rasas, these thighs, they can be developed in Golok. In, in the Brajalila, in terms of sneha, man, pranai, rag, anurag, mahabhav. Hmm? Depending on the, the stai, if it's a stai bhav for dasya or sakya, there will be these the developments. These are the developments in one's, one's dominant emotion that, that, that take place when the the devotee attains prem, leaves the world, and takes birth wherever Krishna's pastimes are being performed. Then, 
in association with the eternal associates of Krishna, these developments come. And one becomes fit fully for fully participating and then go to the uh, Leela when Krishna Leela becomes unmanifest. Go to Golok. Hmm? You find, for example, you have the... Some gopis could not make it to the rasa dance. Well, they still needed some further development. Hmm? Later, they are described as having attained that and so forth. Hmm? In the Brahma Gita, when the Uddhava comes to uh, to Vrindavan. So, this kind of... And we end with this. This kind of Adasya Prem hmm, that, that has sneha, affection... Heart, certain kind of heart melting, hmm? and uh, and and in some 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 pranay pranay is the, is the primary characteristic. Vishvamba pranay, similar idea uh, in, in in of of, of Sakyabhav, hmm? the spurnance equality. It's a, a little bit it can't be too much because then Adasi won't be there, hmm? um, and, and up to Rag. Rag that makes things seem difficult hmm, become enjoyable in service, something like that. So, at any rate, this kind of dasya bhakti, hmm, this is the kind of dasya bhakti that uh, Bhakti Vinod Thakur speaks about in Navruta Mahatma when he says, all of the associates of Mahaprabhu hmm, in, in the Gaur Leela, there's a predominance of Dasyabhav. Hmm? So Dasyabhav is one of our ideals in relation to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Dasyabhav in relation to Mahaprabhu, and then a, a particular bhav in relation to Krishna, him as Krishna, in Krishna Leela. Hmm? Either Sambandhanug or and we'll go into that. What I, we've talked about these before, but um, one of these two, which includes the, these, this includes the four. Then hmm? dasya, sakya, batsalya, madhurya. So we have, um, as I say, some interest in this. Even if we think I want a sakya bhava, I, I, my ideal, my guru is a madhurya bhava. I want to be like this. Follow, follow him as a handmaiden of Radha. Still, so you should pay some close attention to what is dasya bhava. That what is the dasya bhav of the Brajalila? Hmm? Because why? Naladweep and Brindavan are one. Nadia is a lotus within a lotus of, of, of Brajas. The Gokul is the central whirl of the lotus of Golok. Hmm? And inside that, you find Nadia. Hmm? So, and now, of course, it's very easy to think, I want Dasya Bhakti for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? So many of his associates, and we read about their disappearance, their appearance. We read this morning about Vishnu Priya Devi. Hmm? And what is her? Her? her <laughs> this is a good example. Nature of her love for Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Um, um, and we know the calendar is full with so many, all these associates, and they are all primarily in relation to Mahaprabhu, like showing Dasya Bhav. So this is, their life is like ours. As I said before, the Navadvipa Lila is called 
sadaka siddha bhumi, where there are siddhas, the land bhumi of siddhas, all playing the leela of sadakas. And as such, they're showing dasya bhav for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And this is the basic ground level idea. You've got to be a servant. Hmm? Shanta doesn't even, doesn't, we, we, don't, we almost don't count it. Hmm? As I say, it's, uh, it's her, the mamata, minus, and the development of that. It can develop with, with in relation to in Krishna, with in relation to the, to the Brajalila, but Dasya Bhakti for Mahaprabhu. Hmm? So, the exemplars, therefore, as I say, in Golok, in Dasyaras, they have some, they have some interest in that, in relation to our pursuit of Dasya Bhakti, Prachetana Mahaprabhu. Shri Dasya Prem, Any question? Is a, can you say something about Dasya Bhav in relation to the Guru? Is it like similar to, to in relation to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? It? Yes, it's similar because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Guru figure. He is, he and Nityananda Prabhu, they are the Samasti Gurus. It means like a macrocosmic sense of the Guru. Hmm? So, just like we have them there in Parampara, there they are. Hmm? Standing out, and then there, and there are other vyasti, uh, samasti, and vyasti. Vyasti means that the, the the microcosmic manifestation of the guru, the local one, where how it how it appears locally to you. This is his own sampradaya. He says he started. He's the presiding deity of it. Hmm? Um, he and Nityananda Prabhu, they are the the gurus, hmm? so to speak. So, yes. In the same way, hmm? we will uh, uh, have, like Arjun, had Dasya Bhakti for Krishna. He has actually, he has actually friendly Bhakti for Krishna with a little Dasya. We will have Dasya Bhakti with a little, uh, a, a, a little friendliness, a little, little Sakya, something like that. So. It's uh, it's uh, um, appropriate to see the the, uh, the guru as a as a representation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the, the macrocosmic guru figure in the sampradaya, and cultivate that idea of, of dasi bhakti. So it's easy, it's natural. Everybody wants, you know. What's my bhava and how I will meditate on that and get there and so on. So, in Brajalila, it's all well and good and all, all, all everything in, in due course. But this immediately, you could take it up. Hmm? So you could say, "What is your rup? What's rup as your guru given?" You could say, "Dasya bhakti for Mahaprabhu." Hmm? Therefore, I said, "Your rup is I'm a dog of the guru of the Mahavashna, hmm? And what's his rup? He's a dog. Of his guru, that's what Prabhupada used to say. You see this? He said, "This is my collar." Hmm? He pointed to his neck beads. This is my dog collar. I am simply the dog of the Vaishnav. That's all. And I will chase away whoever is <laughs> protective and serf and so forth. Hmm? So this is this is really is our swarup to be a menial servant of the guru, and we say guru kauranga kijai. Hmm? Guru Gauranga. So, Guru is a manifestation of Gauranga as the role in the role of uh, that he's played. He's Krishna is 
In Gaur Leela, Krishna is what? what? What is it called? We call it Acharya Leela. So Mahaprabhu is playing the role of a guru. Hmm? Acharya Leela. Krishna has become the Acharya. Hmm? So he's in our Guru Parampara. So just like you have a relationship with all the gurus in the Guru Parampara and your guru, so with Mahaprabhu we have similar. Hmm? With Krishna, that is, in his Acharya Leela. Hmm? So this is a very nice answer. Somebody says, well, what is your swarup? Hmm? What is your rasa? <laughs> Just like we don't have a good example. When the kirtan starts, then Goduli and Bhumi and, and, and Bhima, they're howling, taking part in the kirtan. Hmm? They have special birth. Hmm? So, you know, say, Dasyabhav. Gurudev has given me Dasyabhav from Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And everything will come from that. Hmm? Another question? Yes. I forget the book, but when Srinamar um, says that the cows in Vrindavan are in Vatsalyaras and the earth is in Madhuryaras, is there in the context of saying that there is no Shantanas? I used to say different Acharyas said different things. In one place, Bhakti Siddhanta gives all the kind of inanimate things, calls them, refers to them as Shantarasa. Mishwana uh, Chakuritakur has said, Oh, cows are in Vatsalya rasa. Hmm? Hills are in Sakya rasa. So they're different. They have said different things at different times. Different, uh, and it's not my position to determine who's right or wrong or what. They're both right in some way, and what their what their advantage vantage point is is um, um, with regard to that difficult to say. You could say, well, that makes sense. The cows are in Vatsalya rasa. That's true. Hmm. Makes some sense. Then again, Vatsalya Rasa is 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 has is in some opposition to Madhurya Rasa. So you can't have Madhurya Rasa in the presence of your elders who are in Vatsalya Rasa. Hmm? Krishna can't have Madhurya Rasa with Radharani in the presence of Balaram. That'll bring some she'll she'll be reverential toward Balaram, the older brother, or in front of Nanda. Hmm? Yashoda. Cows are in Vatsali Rasa, so now how can they be around? So, so you could think about it in different ways and come up with problems or, or, or solutions, or we just will take it uh, as I've explained it, some form, in some way, Santa Rasa is present, and it's not clear from the Acharyas how. Right? I've given it the Praman. Mahaprabhu, uh, Krishna is tasting it. Mm-hmm. Anything else? You said that the one in the Shantarati you can be upgraded by the sanger of the higher, higher Ras. How does that take place? Is that like? That means in this world. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, it means in this world. He's develop, developing. He gets association. He's cultivating. And he can, in, in, in this shanta is is very basic to spiritual life. Hmm. So, in another broader sense, we all go through the shanta. You know, the, give it, the, the absence of material desires, peace. It's it's so it's kind of a 
a rite of passage or a through through way. But some people get stuck in the in the corridor, something like that, and <laughs> we call it Shantarasa. <laughs> uh, something like that. Hmm? But it's not that you go through Dasya, then you get to Sakya, and then you go through. It doesn't work like that. Yes. No. Yes. In, like the Ravana in relation to Krishna Lila, that the reverence is broken at a certain point. But the Ragmarg in relation to Mahaprabhu, the reverence is never broken, right? Or in relation to yeah. Guru, there's always... The reverence is not broken, but there's not any real reverence. Hmm? There's more reverence in relation to the Guru, but the more we serve, the less the reverence. Hmm? The more we serve the Guru, the less the reverence. Hmm? And because it's being... It's 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 if you love someone, you know, then you you have all regard for them. Hmm? The less the love, the more the reverence. That doesn't mean oh, oh I won't show any reverence. <laughs> that will come naturally. So they'll so so in dasya, brain, in golok, in the brajalila, they don't have any real reverence for Krishna. Hmm? So for Mahaprabhu, Mahaprabhu is Nimai Pandit in, in Navadvip. He's not a sannyasi. He's Nimai Pandit. Hmm? He's one of them. Hmm? He is a, a Navadvip Basi and he's the joy of everyone. There's no reverence in the name Nimai Pandit. Hmm? Vishwambar, his family name. That's a big name, but it's his family name. Vishwambar, <laughs> hmm? Mishra. Let's go see Vishwambar. You know, something like that. So there's no, they're, 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 it's not like Vaikuntha reverence. Now we'll see that in relation to the guru. But as the disciple grows in intimacy of, of, of love and service, we see, we see examples that that's really kind of crossed over. So guru Day, don't eat that. No, you don't want that. That's not good for you. You will not take that. You take this. Yes, yes, yes. So, what was your question? Something about talking about reverence. Yeah, reverence. So, I mean, there are many, many statements about reverence for the guru, and so. But this is how you, be, you know, you, you, you begin the an eagerness to serve this uh, whole Dasyabhav idea. But it will come to Dasyabhav with some with some sakya. So. That's different. And this is the life in Navadvip. It's not everybody's walking around constantly um, in reverence of Mahaprabhu. There are some instances. And of course, the Prakat Lila, manifest Lila, will be even less. Hmm? In the Nitya Lila, there'll be more Aishvarya, even in the But, uh, but in, in the manifest Lila, the, the Mahaprabhu is, is, is a master friend of everybody. And if you want to go run to join hmm, my Pandit in the Kirtan, she was at Shiva Sangam. All right, anything else? All right, let's stop there. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai, Ramanda Sambhadi Ki Jai, Sri Sri Rajivapal Ki Jai, Kodi Guru Parampara Ki Jai, Gaur Bhakta Bindu Ki Jai, Gaur Premananda Ki Jai.